This is Big Dreams, Small Pockets, a business and lifestyle podcast where we take you on our journey of making our dreams a reality. Ashel is a full-time entrepreneur with a specialization in digital marketing, and Veli works a nine-to-five job while managing her businesses on the side. If you want tips, tricks, and a good laugh, keep listening. Whether you're new or you've been listening from day one, we thank you for tuning in and ask you to share our podcast with your friends and business partners. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey guys, it's Belly and it's Ashel here. Welcome back to another episode of Big Dreams, Small Pockets. Yay! We have a lot in store for you guys today. We're so glad to be here. We are not in a studio, actually. We are in a no. fancy. No, we're not in a studio. Oh. <laughs> fancy schmancy place today would you like to tell them where we are yeah we are in um my event space Woo! i'll give you guys a tour but eh, you know yeah. next few episodes or something, you know. um so how are you how are you doing today ash i'm pretty good i'm pretty good you know actually no, that's a lie i'm uh, very anxious you know it's this this morning i woke up very anxious it's a lot going on social media manager thing is still <laughs> still on the fritz but um besides that i think i'm trying to manage my anxiety with good thoughts positive vibes laughs yeah all that well i'm i'm sorry about the anxiety but i'm happy you know you're doing things to help i hope this reduces anxiety yeah no this is definitely i really look forward to this so it helped a lot today you hear that guy she looks forward to you guys <laughs> you know it's great um i'm okay i'm well um that's it i really just i feel like i'm okay and i'm well that's okay yeah that's, that's very okay there's no need to to pry so um let's get into our first segment well our segment of the day which is sunflower seeds days yeah this is actually the first time you guys uh, will hear about this segment. We've recorded a few, um, was it snippets for the segment, mm-hmm. but we've never actually put put it on our uh, podcast. So, long story short, sunflower seed days is kind of like a throwback, you know. Yeah. Remember the days of you out here eating sunflower seeds in class, putting them out in the black bag, you know, putting. <laughs> Being real dirty. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, they're just those throwback times. So we're just going to constantly bring you guys little memories of, you know, back in the days when life was a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and what is today's topic for this segment? Uh, today's Sunflower Seed Days is uh, the where are they now? So we want to talk about like businesses and stuff like that, that we used to love and that used to thrive, but they're just non-existent anymore because we kind of don't need them they just became obsolete you know things like blockbuster circuit city radio shack all of those things like when i was growing up i couldn't have a cell phone well like you know me i still bought myself a cell phone when i had the money to but (laughs) i wasn't allowed to actually have a cell phone my mom was like who do you need to talk to besides people in this house like she had five kids for her reason. I don't know. I have friends, man. Like, come on. No, that's what she didn't understand. You remember back in the day, um, when they had the sprint, we could we we had to the, talk after nine p.m. After nine p.m. Listen, I was like, your kids today will never freaking know that we had to wait to talk to each other <laughs> or weekends. Yo, it was 
free nights and weekends. That's all the time we have to talk to each other. It's funny with those the um the after nines. When I went to high school, I thought I was gonna be like this thick girl. Oh, so I made a schedule. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come home, I'm gonna relax and get my homework done. I'm not gonna answer any texts at 9 p.m. as yet. You know, like at 9:30 is when I'll start responding back to my friends because I don't want to. You know, wow. I just don't have the time for that. Can wow. I tell you from nine ninth grade to twelfth grade, I never had to worry about <laughs> about wasting my minutes. But I, I set my own schedule, so even yeah. if no one texted me, I wasn't gonna respond till 9:30. Well, excuse the fuck out of us. <laughs> <laughs> so before that, I had um, my older brother and I. We had walkie-talkies. They oh, had about good. a 40 meter radius, so we could go pretty far. I think I got out of. I tried to test it. Got out of the house and stood at the end of the block. My house was like three houses from the end of the block. So I was like, hey, does it still work? Over. He's like, yeah, I think it works. He's like, pressed against the window. <laughs> and we got that from Radio Shack. That was literally our childhood. Yo, Radio Shack. Yo, let's see how far yo. we could go. Shh. All right, over. <laughs> Honestly, all you had was Radio Shack and Staples. No, literally. If you want work. tech, you go to Radio Shack. Yeah. If you want books and supplies, you go to Staples. Staples. That's it. Like Staples held it down. They honestly, they pushed past everything. They said, you will not take me down with you. Honestly, I like what Staples did because they moved up with the times. They saw mm -hmm. that everything's getting digital. They have an app. They have printing services now. They just made themselves better for everything. They have business services. Yeah. Now, Staples is like, you go to it for everything. Yeah. You know, if I need a computer, I'm going to check out Staples. I'm going to see how, what they're hitting for. I'm going to check mm -hmm. out this other place, see what they're hitting for. But yeah, other, I mean, it's crazy. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was saying other um stores, they just didn't know how to do that. It's blockbuster failing on their own. <gasps> they didn't fail on their own. They sure did. They could have bought Netflix. Yeah. They could have. Y'all could have been blockbuster, um, caught, you know, a lick, which was Netflix, and y'all would have been really good. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if they even had the opportunity to do that, but whoever was up there and blockbuster and just dropped the ball, I'm They sorry. denied the offer. They denied it. They did not. They they literally oh. laughed at Netflix. Oh my god. It was gosh. just like, why are we buying this company? Come on, get it together. Like, why are we buying this company? Like we're not I feel like we missed the VHS days. That was like mm -hmm. the end of us when we were just coming up, but I still had it though. I still no. pushed it in there and rewind. That's the one thing about VHS that got me upset. You have to rewind to start it over. Yeah, but I was then, like, well damn. I feel like Blockbuster finally understood that with the DVDs and stuff. So if you know this DVD mm -hmm. thing works hello subscription you know how many black poster like that really i did the red box remember those red boxes yeah but like they had in my stop stop and shop by my house so I used to go there and, you know, doo -doo 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 -doo, then get it that way. But yeah. I didn't really do Blockbuster. Nah, Blockbuster, because we, we was an anime household. So oh, my older brother Junior had thingies. Like, and then my other older brother got his little porn things. Like his corn? Porn. Oh. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, we didn't have internet back then. You had to have DVD porn. <laughs> that or the magazine. Yo, the magazine. The magazine. Finding magazines in my older brother's rooms were mad funny. I used to run out into the kitchen with it. Look what I found! <laughs> bro, you a snitch, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's hot. I used to, because there used to be a shoe boxes under the bed. Yo, it's always in the shoe box. It's always in the shoe box. <laughs> 
and even the porn DVDs used yeah. to be mad excessive. Like the Yo. pictures was just intense. Like Yo. honestly, cowgirl riding on top. They would have like mad pictures and I was just like yo I just yeah. can't I couldn't even find the attraction because that was the thumbnail back then you had to have the pictures <laughs> the pictures yo, on the thing speaking of do you remember I don't know if you went to but did you ever go to Sweet 16 and they had like a DVD yeah. of it yeah that was that was your gift yeah that was your favorite the DVD with the picture of the birthday girl on literally it. I was like oh yeah. this is a fancy this thing is <laughs> this is noise I literally wasn't even allowed to go to parties like that my mom let me go to my one childhood friend's party for sweet 16 and i was just like wow this is perfect i'm gonna step out this is my first me going to sweet 16 was just watching the show oh wow okay. yeah i went to one sweet 16 and then i was involved in one person's i think quinceanera oh girl i was i was doing my doo -doo 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 -doo. I, I was dancing to royce oh my god yeah yeah no. she had me doing all of them dances i said okay. i used to feel like oh my god can i please go to this party this whatever i never got invited to nobody's quinceanera because they knew i was gonna say no it was literally mm -hmm. like don't even bother asking me <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't even ask. Yeah. No, the the school parties. That's what I used to go to. When I, I tell you, those. no, my mother let me go to those, and it's because like um my best friend now we were all raised in the same area, so we would always be like, oh, we're going together, we're leaving together. At that point, my brother had dropped me and would pick me up. Yeah. When I tell you, it's dropped out season at that party. I heard. No, that I heard. teachers used to look at me like. Is this, is this the student who got the 90 something? Yes, yes it is, ma'am. No, we, listen, I got my nickname in middle school. What was it called? I think it was like the Flexible Girls. It was wow. me and my two other friends. It was a group of us, and we were splitting in the party. Yo, it was no, wild. I used to hear about the event the night after, the day after, yep. because everybody came to talk to, to school and talked about it and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I got a bruise on my arm. I got bruises on my knees. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. You saw Alicia. She was on the spider on the wall. Girl, <laughs> that Y'all heard about Billy? Y'all saw her? And I come back to school the next day, like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know what y'all talking about. The and only then plot twist, you see it on MySpace the next day. No, I didn't see it, thank God. <laughs> they didn't have me there, but the only other party I got to go to was like a day party at my friend's house. Oh my gosh. This is in middle school, guys. This is to the end of middle school. And um, it was her birthday party, and it was the whole class going. But like, we got out early, it's like a half a day. Yeah. So that's the only reason I got to go to the party because school was done, and I didn't have to ask my mom to go to a party that was like two, like 12 in the afternoon. Yeah, because it was that soon. Yeah, so, and she was like a 10 minute walk from my house. Too. Okay. So I went to the party. That party was hot. <laughs> Looking back at it now, that's when um, um, virginity came out. Wow. That's that's those type of songs. Who's a virgin? Who's not that's a virgin? When I hate that um, when you take me virginity. Oh no, what? that was it. That was it. <laughs> oh, and no. um, when that song comes, five, said, ten, fifteen, twenty, yeah. twenty-five. Yo, no. I feel that's like when, when, to middle school. when those songs came out, that's when you realize, like, oh, okay, she could dance. Okay, <laughs> she got a little something. That was, it. That was me. <laughs> No one knew until they saw me at those parties. But listen, all my best friend and I did in the house was practice. Exactly. All we did. So this is our moment. No. I wasn't <sighs> even allowed to practice in the That was such a good time. Now we went from blockbusters. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know, this wasn't supposed to last this long. Eventually, we'll get better. But you know. This is, this is why we love Sunflower Seed Day. Yeah. Because it's a vibe. It's a moment in time. Oh, my God. Kiki about. Beautiful. Beautiful times. Ah. Uh, all right, is this is the end of sunflower seeds. Yes. What's our topic for today? So, would you believe that wasn't the topic? <laughs> no, honestly, I was 
actually could have kept on going. Yeah. I know who was ever listening to this. It's like, yo, I remember that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a feeling you have. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you're from New York, you know exactly what those bathrooms are. Don't play yourself. Yeah, you the know? low basements. <laughs> Don't play yourself. <laughs> so for today's episode, the topic, the theme is it's a man's world that's right guys we're basically talking about women today and how we are in any field the work field at home and everything between right so before i go you know discussing my opinions or anything like that i want to kind of just speak to the male listeners right now um i encourage you guys to listen with an open mind while a lot of these things if anything i'm mentioning or ash and i are mentioning you may not relate to or you may not understand or you might disagree with understand that this is from our perspective as women and you can only you know you only know your perspective as a man as a male not saying that how you your closed mind and i'm just encouraging you know to listen without saying well that's not true because if i'm saying this is something that happened to me clearly there's some truth in it okay, okay? Yeah, and I feel like if you are listeners, you already know, like, we're giving a very general, variated, you know, opinion. This is not something you should take for face value. You can definitely definitely ask the women in your life if that's how they feel. Right. And I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just, again, (laughs) stating my opinion. I feel like we give a bad disclaimer. What do you have to say? What do you have to say? Like, I already live here, picture it, envision it. So I just want to say things because I know I may come off um, a little harsh, blunt. Just let me know if we have to get canceled for this. Nah, no cancellations. They are not allies of black men in America. (laughs) Cancel big dreams, small black That would be so awesome. guys. Let us start. (laughs) Before you cancel me, let me start. Yo, imagine get up in the shade room. Yo, yeah, that's lit. Yo, we got canceled already. <laughs> Yo. Up and coming podcast. <laughs> nah, fuck that. This is a lifestyle podcast. <laughs> Our faces. You know how they always get the worst pictures of Yeah, me? and you're like. <laughs> I just gave them, I gave them something. I gave them something. so what do we mean by it's a man's world i feel like so me personally my experience in business has always been a little bit difficult i always been told you know have a man before we even go to business let's talk about just cars and stuff like that so for me going to the auto shop going to anywhere you know it's always encouraged i have to have a man with me because i'm gonna get taken advantage of why because i'm a female so they're gonna try to get more money out of me because they have the premium the idea that i don't know what i i know yeah you know i don't know anything about my car which fun fact is i actually have the male if not all the males in my life um check out what the problem is or everything before i even go to the car shop and yeah the, the auto shop um and i also have them in my ear with my airpods whenever i'm on the phone so i listen to what the people have to say to me listen to what the mechanic is telling me what's wrong with my car and then you know if they're giving me a bs price then i know okay i'm not gonna go with you because someone is in my ear is telling me that yeah so i always go to every mechanic or every auto shop with an idea of what i'm gonna have to pay and what the problem is so if they ever try to play me you're playing yourself but the fact that I have to take so many steps, it's, it's, it's like, why? Why do I? And then I, it also makes me feel bad because I don't necessarily have a man in my life to tell me all of those things. So everything I learned about like things like my car, mm-hmm. taxes and all those other things, like I learned that myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow. Um, like a lot of people kind of project things like, oh man, you got that price for it. If you, were, if you brought a man with you, it would have been cheaper. 
Which is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's, I, it's irritating. I, I feel like it's it's too normalized. Like, yeah, yo, if you bring a man with you, you might get this car for a bigger deal. I've bought three cars now by myself. So it's like now that I know the process and stuff like that, yeah, maybe I could have gotten a, a better price somewhere else. But I, I hate that my gender has anything to do with that. Like, why is that factored in at right. all? And you scam me. Yeah, scam me just by right. based off of scamming. <laughs> Not because I'm a female with a vagina. Like, no. Because if we want to haggle, we can haggle. I do this for a living, literally. Like, I've, everything I've had to do, I've done it on my own. So I want to make sure that I'm safe wherever i am or whatever like oh you should bring a man with you to this or that some people don't have that option so right you know. and i just kind of feel like a lot of the times with the whole it's a man world it's a man's world it always feels like it's all an extra step needed for anything that's done like mm -hmm. you know i can give experiences in school i can give experiences in work i can give experiences in everything i always feel like i have to fight more mm -hmm. just because i'm a woman like just yeah. because you know, like, I'm undermined because of what is in between my legs, which is frustrating and it's infuriating. And one thing about me and my personality, I don't want anybody telling me that I can't do anything because I'm a woman. Like, I cannot stand that. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that I can't stand people warning me. It's, 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 I cannot stand when people think that it can get one over on me because of my gender. And I'm not about to play the fool. So another prime example is when I was working on this space, um, the person who, who was you know helping me with something essentially tried to take advantage of me and try to take over my project because i was a woman yeah because he felt like i wasn't aware of these things and i needed to be taught something and i had to put him in his place like i am paying you for service it's not the other way around you can give me advice if and i choose to take it but it is not up to you to decide what whom when or how like whatever i need and that got me upset because i'm like if i was a man and you were working with me, you wouldn't treat me the way you're treating me now. You wouldn't try to talk over me. You wouldn't try to belittle me. You wouldn't try to undermine my intelligence. And again, thanks, sorry. Thank God, like, you know, I was raised, um, my father, like, he does construction. So yeah. I know a lot, of, not a lot, but I know about certain types, you know, certain things that goes into construction and what work needs to be done and how things should look. So I was able to kind of manage the situation. But I, again, I shouldn't have to have such you know, knowledge, background, information on me. I shouldn't have to have a background experience on or knowledge on construction for you to not try to uh, talk over me or try to, I guess, look down on me. If anything, again, if, if I was a man, you would say, hey, you know, I think this needs to be done and you would leave it at that and let me make decisions rather than tell me what I have to do when you're being paid. So that I didn't like. And then I feel like it's, it's also frustrating because you have to do things in a way that kind of lowers yourself a little bit like you don't want to be that angry black woman that everyone's like right. oh okay like oh she's really really opinionated she's really whatever she's giving me a lot of pushback like no i'm just trying to get a fair rate like i'm, I'm just trying to get my fair share like if i know some knowledge and i know that it shouldn't be some way a certain way maybe i can share that with you without you it being projected as she's just an angry black woman i don't want to work with her or i don't want to do this job this service for her or something I just hate that. Like, why is that a part of every aspect of what we're doing? Like, we can't speak up for ourselves in the workplace. We can't speak up for ourselves when we're getting our freaking car fixed. Like, just change my tire, bro. Like, I'm not asking for the world. Yeah. Like, I'm not asking what you think should be done or what kind of tire. If this is a tire I'm asking for, then do it. Now, if it's really the wrong tire, I obviously would listen.
listen to what you have to say, but don't just assume that I don't know anything. Right. Um, and honestly, I don't even care about that notion anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, if anything, if being in business has taught me, it's I'm gonna have to say what I have to say, and either you're gonna listen or you're not gonna listen. But if I'm paying for a service, especially if I, I value what I like. I value the fact that I'm a customer over how you perceive me. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's something that I learned recently where I'm just like, people are going to take what you have to say regardless. They're going to take what you say and run with it. They're going to have their own perceptions over you. And I don't care because if I'm telling you I'm not okay with something, I'm not okay with it. And now if I, if I, if I get to the point where I'm really screaming at you, I don't know what happened, but that's that really <laughs> happens. Like right. I generally don't even, can't even tell you, like you yeah. would really have to start yelling at me. So if you think that I'm being angry um, just because I'm asserting myself, then you're going to think that I'm angry. And yeah. you're, But guess what? You're going to hear what I have to say because if I'm paying you for a service, this is how I want it done. Right. No, I, I completely understand that. And just to play devil's advocate, like, because I know some guys do feel like, oh, this is chivalrous. I, I like helping women when, you know, mm. I like to insert myself, you know, maybe or maybe not they need it. I get that. I completely understand that you feel like as a man, you should help a woman and stuff like that. But there are boundaries too, especially right. for strangers. Like this, I will literally never forget this. I was in the park this summer with my friend and we were flying kites. We were trying to get our kite up in the air. And, you know, big vato, big man comes over. Hey, dick swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put that up for you guys. You little ladies need help. Um, actually, no, we're professional kiters. <laughs> we got this. As a matter of fact, we fucking got it. He overserts himself, puts, get, takes the kite from no us, way. puts it up in the air, and crashes our kite into a wow. fucking tree. And me and Jen are just like, no need to hit. <laughs> Nobody. Men inserting their dominance. Right. A perfect example. You could have said, okay, cool, and walked away. You asked for help or whatever the case is. I promise you nobody nobody looked like they were in need. We were just like, you know, trying to do something where it was like for us. Mm -hmm. Trying to do something out. Whether we did it or not, regardless, it was not his place. And I just feel like there should be boundaries. So I understand guys wanting to help, but understand that there are also boundaries and no means no. Yeah, and then on top of it, it comes across. Um, it, it can come across as, as creepy. Yeah, it can come across as just overbearing, arrogant, arrogant. You know, it comes across in so many ways. And I think, you know, to to counteract your devil's advocacy, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like the excuse of while well, I was trying to do a good thing, while I was trying to help you, it doesn't matter what you were trying to do with, like regardless of thinking how I may have perceived or how I think about the situation is the problem yeah. because you want to do something good what's good for you isn't good for me and that's one of the biggest issues i've had working with certain not all certain men in multiple fields of my life they assume that what they believe is good for me is what i have to take yeah. or what i have to you know i don't i don't want that i right. don't want this i don't ask i didn't ask for your help yeah if i need help i will ask for it if it's really that bad but and if you see me struggling then that's different yeah you know but if you just over you know assume or over search yourself in a situation now you really broke my kite now we gotta walk down to the bank because this was an expensive kite <laughs> you know no thank god it wasn't broken but that's it was it, a perfect example been. of why you should mind your business and if yeah. you if you thought that people needed help and they said no if i was a man or if Ashel was a man and she said nah bro i'm good 
he, he would have dabbed up and walked away. If, if we were men, watch. if we were men, he wouldn't have even given us a second look. I promise you, we would have been trying to put up the kite and we would have achieved our our goal. Like it would not have been anything. But it's just the same thing as a damsel in distress. Like people like that feeling. They like to help people, and I understand that. I'm trying to actually be okay with asking for help, but I think this is the reason why I've always had a problem with asking for help. Like, I feel like people kind of over insert themselves. Like, yeah, hey, I'm struggling with this. I need help with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I got you. Hey. Big Papa's hit. Like, I know, I get it, guys. Very poor example. Not every guy is like this, but there have been experiences. And I feel like I, I, I hate bringing this up, but I was talking to a guy and we were talking about like um, salaries in the mm. workplace and in healthcare and stuff like that. And he was completely unaware, man of color, completely unaware that women didn't get paid as much. So I was like, you know, you haven't, you've never heard of the glass ceiling. You've never heard of anything like that. Like, how you know? Okay. <laughs> no, literally 2021. Well, this is 2022 now, but in 2021, we were talking about it and he was just like, you know, like, I'm in the position, she's in the position, we're both qualified. I don't see why you guys wouldn't get paid the same. It must be nice. I was like, so you really are privileged, huh? Like, <laughs> this is definitely a privileged thing because you have no idea. Yeah. For us to even get offered the same amount as you, we would have to have twice your degrees. Literally. To get the same offer. And three plus more years of experience than you do. Literally. And th probably 300 more hours of clinicals or something like that or whatever. Like, I just... It stressed me out, but at the same time, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity for me to educate somebody that no, we don't get, get, the average woman doesn't get paid the same as a man. And that's not in one field, that's in every field, all over the place. And we're making strides, thank God, but it's literally an uphill battle for us. It's exhausting. I don't want to make strides. I don't <laughs> want to be progressive. I don't want to be that revolutionary person. Like, you know, it's tired. my founding my founding mothers, not fathers, my founding <laughs> mothers who didn't get this, but now I'm getting it. I don't want to do that. That is exhausting. Yeah. And that's just damn like ridiculous and stupid to me. Like, it's generally, it just doesn't make sense. And then one of the biggest excuses they use for why females get paid less than males is the fact that, you know, females go on maternity leave. And yeah. females have to take off time for their children more than males. The 90 day maternity leave, the proverbial 90 days where we can't be as effect effective or efficient as a man. First of all, <laughs> first of all, let's talk about this this the the this reasoning why women get paid paid less. Yeah. So we're talking about maternity leave, right? Okay, cool. You you want to pay me less because I'm off for three months. And first of all, three months with a child is not enough to be able to do what you need to do as a mother. Absolutely not. But then you're it's saying, nothing. yeah. But then you're saying how um, you guys, you guys, me and females, take more time off from work because you have to go to parent teacher conferences or you have to do things with your children. Now it took two people to make that child. Yeah. Whether the father is or isn't in the child's life, it took two people. So one person has to take on all the responsibilities and one per that same person is getting not blamed but punished for the fact that they have to take on these responsibilities that a lot of ungrateful people don't realize that they were once that child that their parent had to take care of. Right. So it's insane to me to think that you think I should get paid less because I have to be a parent. Meanwhile, the person who helped created the child doesn't get that same doesn't get hold to that same regards yeah. for everything in life, but especially for pay. That doesn't sound right to me. 
I think it's an assumption like oh you know the mother will take care of it oh you have kids how many because like, I don't think it's something that that a lot of men get asked in interviews especially in their high positions like do you have a family do you have right. kids all of those other things for women I think that's probably one of the first things I've, like, yeah I've been asked that in interviews you know like oh you know do, how's your home situation like how's your family situation you know oh your mother oh I see writes notes down Mm-hmm. Okay. Or do you plan to have a family anytime soon? I've been asked that because they want to know if I'm somebody who's just gonna meet, you know, leech off of them for a little piece of maternity leave, beggar beggar change. Y'all giving me? Y'all even giving me the full salary? No. Y'all giving me beggar beggar change? Like if I didn't put in time in this this company just to spend three months with my newborn, but y'all trying to you know use that to decide whether or not I will be qualified for this position. Now, for all the men in this on listening right now, I want you guys to look back and think how often or if ever have you been asked about your family life in terms of children during an interview. Your plan, exactly. Which is, again, not your fault in the sense that you didn't know it was happening. It's not something you have to worry about. But right. now think about me having to answer this question strategically in a way that it doesn't affect me. Exactly. And that's crazy that you say that like strategically because everything we do, it's like we're playing a game in our head, like in a maze. Like, okay, how will this work? Will this work out? Will this work out? So not only are we women, we're women of color. Mm-hmm. So now we're trying to figure out all of that stuff that's going to happen in the interview while worrying about our hair. Is it well kept for them? Is it this for them? Is it that? Mm-hmm. It's just so much we have to go in there with. We basically have to put on armor, like battle armor, just to go and get a job. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And it's funny because even sitting in this place, I was on protest. Remember when we were in this place and you were like, no, this is the kind of man you need a man to come with you because he's going to try to cheat you. Absolutely. And I was protesting with Ashley. I was Absolutely. like, no, he's going to meet with me and me alone. Yep. He's going he gonna to this, that, and the other. And that. You know, like, I was just like, I'm I'm breaking this. Yeah. I am breaking this out. There I got, there I will be the progressive person. I just I didn't <laughs> want to be. But, you know, like, it, was, it just angers me so much to feel like I have to rely on anybody else but myself to get to my get into places that i want to be right especially relying on a male i have nothing you know against men alive i have a few things against men (laughs) but you know nothing nothing made i you know i respect men um (laughs) i i respect men (laughs) say it again so they can really uh, like believe you no But I do respect men and I do understand what I'm saying is not about all men or whatever the case is. I get that. But on the same hand, it is so infuriating to feel like I need a man to get me in a door. Right. When the vice versa, it would be different if men are like, yeah, no, I need women to open up this door for me. The only time a man needs a woman where if it's like, you know, oh, you're trying to go to a club and you're with a female, so you get in faster. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I can say. You need a woman. No, honestly, devil's advocate again. There are a lot of things where guys they utilize their 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 feminine circles like the, i've been hit up a lot from my guy friends for certain things that only we could do because they know it takes a feminine touch but that's a choice yeah that's not me getting a job no me no it's not job. in a professional setting but yeah. it is something that can affect them eventually like homes that's something that they're they, that they don't really have much know-how about but as women we're technically quote-unquote homemakers so we get that a, fa- a lot faster than they do 
I would rather that than feel like, oh, buying the home, I would need a man to do versus need a woman to do. Right. You know, like, you guys already got the home. You just need a little feminine touch to the home. That's fine. That's mm -hmm. dandy. Hit me up. <laughs> but to get the actual home, even in the home buying process, it's more difficult as a woman alone to buy a home versus a man alone to buy a home. Yeah. So you, not say, again, not, now when I say you, I don't mean all guys. Let me just, again, say just that. Just select few that you don't know. know whoever, this, whoever the shoe fits. <laughs> if the shoe fits, then it's you. And if it doesn't, then don't worry about it. But, you know, like, when it, when it comes to being a female, for me personally, it just, again, I repeat, it's exhausting mm -hmm. having to be told over and over, you need a man for this. Yeah. As a man, I would like to know how many times have you been asked you need a female for this? And if you have been asked, you know, ask yourself what was the this they were speaking of? Were they speaking of in context of interior decorating or social events, homemaking or the social events? Or was it something that affected your pockets? Yeah. Because a lot of times it's stuff that affects our pockets. Well, and, and that's where I have an issue because I know when I'm qualified. I know when I'm capable of doing something. I know when I can speak for myself. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, me being capable is not good enough mm -hmm. because I don't have, you know, a dick that's swinging. It's an issue. Yeah. I will buy a strap on if need be and walk in there with that shit <laughs> swinging. If this is what you want from me, like, come on. No. Over it. And I feel like that is kind of like all of these stereotypes, it kind of builds into um, those independent women that are overtly aggressive or whatever. The stereotype, you know, you guys know who we're talking about, the Olivia Popes of the world, walking around, not, not a man nor a woman could even speak to her because she's that level. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to build that kind of exterior because that's what the world did to you. Like, we have to constantly battle these things and it's like it's affecting it's a tough exterior yeah we have and it's affecting every aspect of our lives you know friendships just being in the home the fact that we have to even worry about certain things in our houses i don't know it just it just doesn't it never sat well with me and i definitely feel like this is why i have problems asking for help especially yeah. from men yeah and you know, um, something recently happened to me in the, uh, where was I? I was getting gas and, you know, this guy saw me from across the way. He was, you know, on the next side of the, the, the what is that place called? We get gas. The, the gas station. Yeah. He was on the next side of the station. I was on this side. In between us was the part time where you go and get the store. Like, yeah. you don't go buy stuff. So I'm here minding my business. He smiles and waves. I did a polite nod. You know, I don't like smiling and waving because it's too inviting. See, the fact that I've had to come, I've had to develop that in my head. If I smile and wave, now you think I want to have conversation. Yeah. I, he smiled and waved. I didn't assume he wanted to have conversation, but I know based on experience, if I smile and I wave, oh, they're surely walking over here. So I did a, a polite nod with a uh, no teeth smile. <laughs> I, I she did, did a, literally, with, don't get the nod. That's literally what I did, you know, because that was good enough because he smiled harder when I did that. Ew! Exactly. So I go back to my business. I'm, 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 I'm first of all, arguing with the pump because it's not taking my membership, you know, points and I need my five cents off per gallon. Right. So I'm doing that. Then I start pumping my gas and all of a sudden he walks around and starts coming towards me. Dick swinging. I close the car door because, you know, I could hear him, oh, do you need help? Do you need help? Sir, what do I need help with? I'm putting gas in the car, so I literally close the door and I pull my phone out. And I pull my phone out because it's just like, 
No, I lied. I didn't pull the phone out. I said, no, thank you. Yeah. And then I closed the door and then he still kept on coming to me. And then he actually stood where, you know, like where the gas tank is mm-hmm. while my thing was pumping. He stood there. And so then I pulled my phone out and I recorded. I'm like, this is ridiculous. If I told you, no, thank you. Why are you still here? Why are you still hovering? That's not okay. Right. I don't care what your intentions are. If I told you, no, thank you. I do not want your assistance for something. Why are you still, you know, why, why, you, why are you in my space? Right. Like generally, why are you in my space? So he sees me recording and he gets upset. Oh, you were cool. He gets upset. I sure did. I, I, I pulled out my phone and I was just like, this is my problem. Like, why is this man here? Because God forbid he tried to kidnap me. I'm going to send it to everybody in my contacts. Yeah. Um, and then he gets upset with me. And then he starts yelling and arguing about the fact that he's recording. He's like, I'm just trying to help you. I'm not doing anything to you. You think that how I want to attack you. I'm just trying to help you. Well, if I told you no thank you, where is the help coming from? Yeah. This is you inserting yourself in a place where you shouldn't have inserted yourself. And mm-hmm. it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I wouldn't have recorded if I didn't feel uncomfortable. But the fact that he only cared about what he wanted to do, which was help, in a situation I didn't even see how his help was needed, is what got me upset. And then you're going to get upset at me if I record you because I'm uncomfortable? Right. Man. I don't know. I feel like for them, that their devil's advocate again. Guys, I'm really speaking for y'all today. One but of the, us. <laughs> the, One of us. The devil. I don't know. because I have brothers. So I feel like the first thing that it will pop into their head is we're just trying to be nice. We're trying to be gentlemen. We see you and we want to help. We're trying to be nice. But do you, do you not? Do you not want a nice guy? Do you not want a guy to help you? Oh, we, we talking about the nice guys? <laughs> oh my gosh. When I tell you the most annoying men are the nice guys. Let me tell you why the most annoying This week's episode is sponsored by the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. The host, Sam, is an entrepreneur, digital nomad, and freedom seeker. This podcast will introduce topics like remote work, passive income, and financial freedom all on your own time, anywhere you want to in the world. It's about truly living free, however that looks to you. So if you decided one day you wanted to pick up, take your remote work, and live in Fiji, you could. And the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast would show you how to do it. It would give you tips and tricks on how to do it. And it would just make you feel like you're not an alien, you know? There's other people in the world that feels like this. So if you want to learn to live the life that's courageously authentic and on your own terms, check out the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast every Thursday, anywhere you get your podcasts. Oh my God. The problem with the it's a nice guy, nice guys feel like because they're nice, they are entitled to the rest. Yo, I'm not an I, I'm not about to fuck you over like this dude. You see, he's out here disrespecting females and stuff like that. I don't I'm do not that. Like I'm that. a nice guy. Oh, wow. So, you think niceness is, is something that I, I fall for? You think that's going to make my panties drop? Niceness is a baseline standard. So, please, give me more than just being nice. Yeah. I cannot stand it. I've gotten told so many times, oh, but I'm a nice guy. Oh, you like, you, you girls, you girls only like the messed up dudes to break your heart, right? What about when the nice guys come? That is so manipulative, guys. I really, I really want to speak for women that this has happened to. This happens to me so often. It's really hard to keep guy friends because of it because there's always some kind of sly thing or ulterior Mm -hmm. motive at the end of it yeah we'll just be friends you know until something grows or whatever i'll be nice to her i'll be her bestie until something happens that's not what that's for and then go have the audacity to be like oh you know you played me you friend zoned me Mm -hmm. um 
you blocked that thing through. You played First yourself. All, you wouldn't be in a friend zone. Friend zone exists when you allow yourself to put yourself in that space. If you know that someone's intention is not to be with you romantically and that's what you want for them, why stay? And you to stay. Why stay? Do not blame the other person for friend zoning you. What other zone do you want me to put you in? No. Potential zone? That's where you think you're going to be. Honestly, devil's advocate again. <laughs> no, I'm, somebody gotta do it. No, cause like, cause I do. I understand, guys. I understand. I see both sides. So I am the girl where it's like, oh, we'll be her friend. We'll be the nice guy until she likes us. Don't do that. But I also know the guys where it's like, I'm really just here to be that guy for you, be that friend for you. But that's whatever different. I see, I see you in a way where I could never. It could never be that way. So now you have your guard up. For the nice no, guy. but that's different though. It's different. It's different. It's different. But at the same time, it's like you. Some girls can't differentiate. So you know, because so it's not all. Mystery. Unfortunately, we gotta unlearn a lot of things. So there is nice guys out there that aren't have that they don't have those sly intentions or whatever. But at the same time, it's like how can you even de decipher nowadays? I'm gonna start calling myself a nice girl. I'm a nice girl. That's no. you, see how you hear you hear that sound. Oh, I'm a nice girl though. No men. You want, you want one of them baddies? No, I'm a nice girl. No men have taken the internet and ran with it. They have their own initiative now. I I actually enjoy watching it because I see their side and what they go through as well. Listen, women do lie. Women do. But cheat. everybody women lies. Do steal. Everybody and that's what cheat. that's everybody what they're showing. Steal. That's what I feel like the new internet for men is showing. Like the new Twitter feeds and everything. Like. It shows that they get hurt too, and this but is nobody why said they're... they didn't. No, no but that, so this is the thing. I I do not feel like men don't have their own struggles, their own challenges, their own you know query, your problems with women. I I for a fact know that those exist. They yeah, have, I, my male friends speak to me about it. My, my I've seen it with you know family members. I I just like to observe, so I observe it. I'm not stating that any of these things don't exist. I'm just stating that me being a female, I'm speaking as a female, and the fact that there's a lot of these men out here playing the fool and think that it's okay, it's not. Being a nice man has nothing to do with anything. I'm a nice woman. How do, how does that? How do I approach you as a man and say, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm not no asshole. I'm not no bad bitch just trying to get come up from you. My nice girl. That's enough for you. And if it is, that's not okay. <laughs> Okay. You know, like, I, everybody gets treated on no matter your sex no matter your gender no matter what you like the fluidity of your, your you being it doesn't matter everybody gets cheated on everybody yeah. gets hurt everybody gets played i'm not stating these things happen to only women and your experience is your experience so it's understandable that you would react to certain things based off of your past you yeah know? but it's just like don't don't come into my world under false assumptions thinking that how you know, I want her romantically. It's one thing if you come in to be a friend. If you're coming to be a friend, then you're coming to be a friend. I have male friends who are just friends who've never thought of each other romantically, and that's fine. They exist. I know they exist. Yeah. But the problem is, so many, it's more It's more ingenuine relationships than there are genuine. Yeah. Where it's like, I can never let my guard, around, guard down around certain people. I can never get too drunk around certain people because I feel like it would be taken advantage of. Not saying that you would try to rape me or anything, but more so saying that how the minute I let my guard down, your true nature is going to show. Mm -hmm, the creepy vibes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Versus the male friends who was like, sis, nah, you too drunk. You was wrong with you. You got to get it together. You got to go home. Yeah, type like, of pack it up. Let's exactly. Go. There's two different things. Mm -hmm. um, and not to just kind of stay too much in the dating aspect, because that's a whole other episode. Guys. Yeah, I'm waiting for us to really We can't really into get that. into the hot seat of the dating right. yet. <laughs> But I think overall for me, 
Um, my issue is I do not like when men overassert themselves and I do not like when people, when men feel like they can talk to me a certain way or they can act a certain way just because I'm a woman. And, and a you lot of, wouldn't know. Yeah. Something. But you know, here's the devil's advocate in me saying a lot of the time, because it's so ingrained, some men generally don't realize when they're overstepping their boundaries. Yeah. They're so taught to feel like they have to step in and help yeah. because it's chivalrous of them. It's them being a quote unquote nice guy. Or an alpha male. Oof. Not today. <laughs> you see, you see. <laughs> Not today. But you know, so so I get it may you may feel like, well, I don't see how what I do is wrong. But next time you want to jump in and help someone, next time you want to over-assert yourself, ask yourself if one, they ask for that help. Yeah. And even if they ask for that help, are you helping them with what they ask for or what you think they need? Yeah. You know, like really just question yourself. Like, is this something that she expressed that she needs or is it something that I feel like she needs? Because then it becomes two different things. So that's my kind of take on all of this. I have no problem with men as a whole. It's just the ones that try to play me. <laughs> I think it's just frustrating for me, just the whole to put a nice little bow on everything. It's frustrating to me that being a woman in this world is hard enough without us not having advocates, allies, or people not really being considerate to how we're feeling at the time. You know, if mm -hmm. I'm angry one day, oh, you probably have a period or something. Nah, you know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to diminish your feelings by saying like, oh, you know, you probably just didn't get no pussy last night. You know, I'm not going to do that. So I feel like I, I, I should have the same respect. I think women need more respect in all fields, you know, starting with the WNBA, but that's a whole nother rant. But women need more respect in all fields. You know, it should be something where we are seen, I guess, as equals. I know that's a touchy subject for everybody because some people have different ideas of what equality is. Mm -hmm. But at least in the jobs where we're saying we're doing the exact same work right like we should be getting equal pay that's where my equality that's that's where honestly the the grunt of this this topic is yeah. it's not necessarily to say all men are crap because that's completely that's, that's completely false and it's not to say you know all men like to take it there's no all in anything yeah. in my personal opinion it's just more so it's not fair or I feel like it's 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 just not needed for me to have to go above and beyond to get into a space where men had to just walk in. Yeah. And it's definitely going to be something where it's it's still going to be an uphill battle for us. And I do see that there are strides being made. And to um, go back on your argument that you made earlier with the maternity leave, there is now paternity leave for men. Which is needed. I'm glad that there got, is paternity you know, leave for men. Men want to be with their children. I think it's important for, for them to be with their babies too. So why do they not have it? It's crazy. And now, can they use that as a real excuse for the cutting of the salary? If both men and women have have leave for having a child, can you still use that as an argument as to why our stuff is like is low? It doesn't if you make sense. Cut my salary, cut the next person's salary because we're going through the same thing. Anyway. Or just raise mine up. Why we gotta get cut? Ain't no, cut. <laughs> no it's like listen, if stuff is being cut, it's all being cut. I'm yeah. coming around with the scissors. <laughs> You know, like let's I'm not see. trying to go down with that shit. Let's all get raised up. You know, if he like, get ninety, let me get ninety-two. <laughs> That's all I need. Well, you know why I say let it all be cut? Because if if men's salary is cut, then there's gonna be a problem, and then they're gonna raise it. Very true. <laughs> then it's gonna be the men at home still holding their babies. We this think is bullshit, that man. this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
they don't understand. Women in the freaking 70s. Yeah, we need help. Ah, <laughs> <We need advocates. laughs> uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go cook a pie. Go <laughs> do something. But um, I think I said my final statement. Yeah, no, that was us wrapping that up. You know, we love men. We do. Gay men. You know, shout out to y'all. But think about women in consideration in all aspects. Think about your mom. Think about your sisters. Think about your wives. Anybody that you are around. They probably going through a lot in terms of what we we're talking about. So ask them about it. Yeah. And then again, overall, for the women listening to this, do not use this as a we hate men campaign. Because it's not what it is. It's, it's not absolutely that. not. Nope. Um, and again, for the men listening to this, I hope you truly listen to this with an open mindset. And even if you are not the people we're talking about, it doesn't mean you don't Your know someone probably is. or somebody, you know, like there's, there's, there's somebody because you're not that person doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. Let's not, let's not play that game, you know? Um, but yeah, I thank you so much for listening. If you listen to the end of this episode, cause I know somebody's blood is boiling. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but yeah i think that's it yeah shout out to y'all for making it to the end Woo! <laughs> bye see ya